from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. The Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much for joining us here on this beautiful Saturday morning. Braden Gunn, Jonathan Smendel, Bill George. Bill, jo- Bill George had to go. <sighs> Duty calls. His phone's been blowing up all morning. Poor IT guy had to get out and go uh, rescue a bunch of people. So he's on his way heading over to to his to his day job. Uh, and so uh, to all you people at HCC, be thankful that your computers work. So he'll be uh, he'll be on his way over. Don't freak out. He's on the way over. Uh, we talked a little bit in the first hour about the red tide situation in Pinellas County, and uh, of course, if you've watched any of the news or on your social media or anything like that, of course, it's the end of the world. Fifteen, uh, what was it? Fifteen tons of dead fish removed from the beaches and all that kind of stuff. Still more back in the canals of. Shore Acres, Riviera, Venetian Isles, Pinellas Point, all those areas around there. But the official, <coughs> the official <coughs> release from the FWC for the uh, southwest section of Florida says over the past week, the uh, Abrevis was observed in background to high concentrations in Pinellas County. Very low to high concentrations in Hillsborough County. Background to very low concentrations in Manatee County. Low to medium in Sarasota County. Very low to low concentrations in Charlotte County. And low concentrations in Lee County. That's all they'll tell us. So it doesn't give you parts per million or any of that other kind of stuff. Uh, it basically <clears throat> just tells you there's red tide out there. So... Uh, Also, how how about with everything else? You go to the actual experts and don't listen to the uh, people in the media. That seems to help out a lot because the forecast from USF FWC collaboration for predictions for Pinellas and northern Monroe counties predict variable movement of surface waters and minimal net transport of subsurface waters in most areas over the next four days. Yeah. Uh, The FWC is working closely with the Florida Department of Environmental Protection and other partners over in the Piney Point response effort. Apparently, they're still working on that, taking some samples and all that stuff. And if you'd like to get more information on that one, you can actually go to um, a different website, which is, like, extremely long and convoluted. So the best way to do it is to go to Tampa Bay Estuary Program website and go from there. Uh, that's the easiest way to uh, do it. Uh, the samples, by the way, uh, next complete report will be issued on Friday, July 16th. If you'd like to check out the daily sampling maps. Or go to myfwc.com, put your email address in, and guess what? They'll send you an update. 
You can sign up for these new letter, newsletters anytime you want to, and then that way you can get them firsthand from them uh, straight from the horse's mouth and not have to wait for any of the other stuff to come along and you kind of hear it from the, you know, through the grapevine. Well, a buddy of mine told me that his friend and his coworker and his sister's daughter's wife, husband said that, uh, you know, and, you know, you yeah. get it that way. Uh, on the phones this morning, we got Dennis Palowska, who's calling in. Good morning, Dennis. Dennis. How are you? Good morning, guys. How are y'all? We're hanging in there. What are you doing? Oh, fixing to do some honeydew stuff, trying to get ready for, uh, get all that stuff out of the way so I can start doing some deer scouting. Ah, <laughs> doing some scouting. Put your floaties around. on. <laughs> so, you know, you got to do what you got to do to make mama happy. Yeah. Well, do that now and then put on some rubber boots and go tromping through the woods. That's always a good weekend. Well, I was thinking about doing that Sunday after church, so we'll see what, how that goes, and we'll, we'll uh, go from there. But I wanted to call and tell you guys about our archery clinics that are starting up uh, August 3rd. Okay. Uh, we're going to be at uh, Countryside Baptist Church over there in Dover, yep. and uh, we got our beginner uh, archery class and then our, uh, our uh, beginner bow hunter class with a hog hunt at the end and or a bow fishing trip. Very nice. Yeah, so we're adding that element to the uh, to the uh, actual ministry, and um, where we actually do a, a bow fishing segment, and then a bow fishing uh, a class with uh, I think it's twisted limbs. Uh, Sweet. Um, with uh, yeah, they're twisted limbs out of uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, those guys are great dudes, man. They uh, they got a great little uh, business going on there, man. It seems like they're Absolutely. going out every single night, and of course it's. Uh, a good thing, but anyway, you want to get introduced to it off the off the uh, bat if you've never uh, shot a bow before, or anything like that. If you got some kids out there, of course, uh, man, I don't know. Are your kids still in school? Your kids aren't still in school, are they? <laughs> yeah, uh, they're doing the college thing right now. So yeah, well, college and work. Yeah, well, everybody's growing up. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I heard a report. You know, when uh, the uh, Elsa was churning out there, you know that. Pinellas County schools are closed and uh, Hillsborough County schools are closed. And I go, what do you mean? Are they still open? Why are they still open? Oh, I, summer I didn't school even know stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, uh, I didn't know anything. My kids have been done for a while. But uh, so right. again, the classes start August what? What was the date? August 3rd, uh, which is, should be a Tuesday. And it goes Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, 630 to. For the first class or the very beginning class, it's only 6.30 to 7.30. And then from the uh, the bowing class, is going to be a 6.30 to 8.30. Uh, you have about an hour of uh, classroom time. And then we have an hour of range time. Obviously, uh, it's a ministry, so we do share the Lord. And um, just try to build up families and, and uh, introduce people to the sport of archery and hopefully uh, get them interested in either archery or bow hunting yeah very nice well that's awesome i you, i know you guys have been doing it for many many years and i've uh, sent a lot of kids out into the world uh and getting them started in archery which can be a lifelong passion for a lot of people and uh for some people it could be something that's just fun and it to do teaches during you the a summer. lot of good life skills yeah i mean uh your kids getting bored nothing to do sit around it's a good time to get them out of the house for a couple of days a week Absolutely, and uh, if they if they're interested, then go to Trinity Sports Ministries dot com for my contact information, and then they can reach out to me. Uh, equipment is provided, so uh, that that's a big thing too. That uh, you you can just go in there and just uh, just you know, there's really no expense other than the uh, cost of the class, which 
is minimal, uh, 25 for the uh, little people class, and I believe it's 45 or 50 for the uh, bow hunting class. Very nice. Well, again, it starts August 3rd, which is a Tuesday, and uh, we hope a lot of people sign up for you, Dennis. It'll be a good time had by all. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate you getting me on. Yeah, you're welcome, man. No worries, brother. Call anytime. You know that. All right. All right, get out of here. Go do your scouting. (laughs) He's going to jump on everybody. Uh, Also, in case you did not know, uh, everything's starting up again this year. It seems that uh, talking to uh, some of our distributors and some of uh, the people we go uh, do business with, everybody's getting excited because this year, ICAST is going to be happening this year. So a lot of retailers. Got a phone call the other day that we got. Uh, let's just say we have a friend who has said that if the big and wild guys want to pass, we got a pass waiting on us. Oh, we got passes. Well, I got a pass anyway. But anyway, yeah. Allied Sportsman's Trade Show ICAST is out in Orlando. It's going to be happening July twenty uh, first through the twenty third, and uh, a lot of people are excited what? to see a lot of stuff this year because. <laughs> You have a year of nothing, and then all of a sudden, well, it's like it's just like the open season sportsman expo. Exactly, and that's, that's everybody's chomping at the bit. That's why I said uh, if you're going to go to this thing uh, this year, you really want to go this year because it, a year seems like it's been five years since we've had one. So everybody's going to be out there with their ladies are smashing iPads on commercials. Yeah, we are not forward. canceling. We're, yeah, everybody's going to be out there. So it's good to see everybody getting back out there and doing their stuff, man. Bigfoot Conference today, Gator Seminar next weekend. Then we got the uh, the Outdoor Expo going on, and then ICAST. And then hunt season starts. Seriously, it's crazy. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Stay there. We'll be right back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Brayden Gunn, John the Swindle, and oh my gosh! We went to the bullpen. Steve Austin jumped Hello. into Bill George's still warm seat. Hello. He's not even dead yet, and uh, Steve already came in and horned in on Shoot, his... Uh, I throw his corpse down the stairs and plug myself in if it really is. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all just talking about lions and hyenas. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. Well, after being in the woods with one up close in Texas, and I'm watching this show, and I'm going, God, that thing got me. It would have been... Uh, yeah. Right on the back of the neck, and it you never open. felt a thing. <laughs> you know what's really amazing is uh, working in radio for as many years as you have and I have, uh, you get the opportunity to see those kinds of creatures for the most part, kind of up close in certain events. And I think that a lot of people uh, take it for granted that they don't really realize just how how big those kind of creatures actually no, I mean, are. You're talking about something just to go through a tiger in 30 seconds. Well, I mean, I was going to give you the, you remember Hobbs when they used to bring Hobbs yeah. into the studio when yeah. it was just a kitten, this, this, this a tiger, kitten, yeah. a little tiger kitten. And it was like, and we see him at SCI all the time. And now you see him and his head is as big around as a 50 gallon oil drum. Oh, and yeah. you're like, 
how in the world do you survive something like that when it jumps you on don't. your butt? Yeah. I, was, I went one night to, back when we were allowed to have circuses. Uh, they sent me to introduce the Clown College down at Amelie Arena. And I'm standing in one of those big, you know, the big hallways. And I'm, the guy's going, hang on, about three minutes, you can go out and introduce them. And something's flicking my ear. And I'm going, what the? Somebody's aggravating me. I'm getting ready to go out. I'm like, having you behind me. <laughs> Sorry. And, and I smack it like twice. And I turn around. And about 20 feet up, here's this elephant head. A real live <laughs> elephant, and it's taking its trunk, messing with my ear. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> hey, <laughs> sweetheart. You can't believe how big that thing was. That's and the trainer's of, laughing his butt off because he's making him do it. Yeah, it's a lot he, of. He's always mess with his ear. That's a lot of hamburgers right there, my Boy, man. That, they are huge. Like you said, you know, you, you see an elephant, you go, oh, man, that's a big critter. But when you're two feet or next those, to it, yeah. I mean, that's I, a I wrote, big creature. I rode a couple of elephants in yeah. the uh, old Ringling Parade in my radio career. And oh, yeah. You know, you're you're 12, 15 feet up off the ground behind this thing. And, and your uh, pants will never stop stinking. Oh, they, you just throw them away. Yeah. There's there's no hope for and, them whatsoever. And, and we're all corn-fed uh, yeah, right. gentlemen in this room, and it's amazing when you get on their back that they just stand up like, yeah, like it's you, a fly. Are you good? But now, now that, uh, the reason I was bringing that up is because, uh, I don't know if you heard it this past week, but it was about a week or so ago that the woman was dragged out of her tent by a grizzly bear yeah, yeah. At, a, at a campsite, and, of course, she subsequently passed away over it. Uh, they announced yesterday that they think they killed the uh, grizzly that did it yesterday. Because it's his fault that you're out in his territory. Well, apparently this one has been a, uh, a raider in the neighborhood. A for, rogue. Uh, yeah, for quite some time. And uh, the way they caught him was they put a a uh, trap out next to his one of his favorite haunts, which is chicken coops. Uh, you know, he'd get and break into a chicken coop and just, you know, have uh, Colonel Sanders' heyday there. While, yeah. And then apparently... <laughs> a whole chicken is a chicken nugget for a grizzly bear. Which, which kind of makes me wonder why in the world he would actually go after a human being in a tent. I know that there was a bear earlier. They think it was the same one easy, that they chased easy off. Easy chow, man. It's easy chow. Yeah, that they chased off because he was getting into coolers and all these kinds of things. You know, stupid things that humans do. But, but you don't you don't know that she didn't smell like ham. They might have been exactly. cooking breakfast or eggs. Yeah, or, she could have been uh, barbecuing steaks before she went and I laid down. I could have drawn him there in the first place. Uh but it's, it's you know, when people, you know, you like to sit back and armchair quarterback and go, well, you know, you should have had a 454 casual or you should have had some uh, spray or whatever. Or you should have not been there. Or, uh... But, you again, until you've been next to one of those creatures. It's, a, it's enormous. It's amazing. I mean, TV does never. We, I and tell you see this, them in action. I, I, Steve will tell you. The first time you're ever down in Boca Grande and you see a hammerhead go next to your boat that's literally two feet longer than the boat you're actually yeah, in. that the hard way. And you kind of go, holy crap. <laughs> I'm going, These take things, me to the beach, please. <laughs> this thing is literally bigger than the 16-foot boat that we're in. They, and they, Of course, everybody always says the same thing. Man, they never look that big on TV. Well, no, duh. No. I no. mean, you, you can't live your life through uh, television and, uh, and to be standing... 80 yards away no. from one in a pen in a zoo doesn't do it no. justice. It's still a small Do, do you remember the video a couple of years ago of it was the hammerhead that caught the black tip in Anna Maria? The, kid, the guys were catching that black tip shark, and there was a hammerhead that came up and caught the black tip. I know those guys, or I've talked to those guys before, 
And, yes, I knew that shark was that big when it took a five-foot black tip and it raised its head up, and you can see the hammer as long as the shark that it is eating. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's – I'm good. I'm, yeah. I'm not – you ain't got to worry about me getting in the water there. You remember <laughs> the one that the guys had the tarpon on the side of the boat and the hammerhead came up and literally in two bites was yeah. – yeah, it was just like chomp, chomp, well, and it was well, over. I remember being a Tennessee boy. I'm down there with Ken Mays, you know, was kind enough to take me tarpon fishing. Never been tarpon fishing, you know, no, no, nothing about that. And I go, man, I'm about to pee in my pants. I'm going to slide off the side of the boat and pee. And I <laughs> lean over and he goes, don't get in the water. <laughs> And I'm like, what's the problem? He goes, dude, it's shark infested. He goes, there's hammerheads in your 14 feet long. Yeah. He goes, you're going to last 30 seconds to get in that water. And I'm don't, like, don't get I'm it. like, okay, you talk you're talking You're a light it. snack. But and, even then, until you see it. Well, that's well, you remember that's what happened. I was, I was kind of, man, I think he's overreacting. I could have peed and been back in the boat in 30 seconds. And all of a sudden I hear shark from like two other boats. And I look down and I'm talking, Ken would tell you, r- that far from the boat, right beside the boat. A fin that's three feet high and a looks like a scene from 14, Jaws. Well, it was a fourteen-foot hammerhead, and sure, that, that hammer was as wide as I can stretch my arms. I, I always describe them uh, to people. I go, the fish is actually so big that it makes noise when it goes through the water. Well, you, you literally—it's a noise that almost sounds like sandpaper being drug across a piece of wood. It was like a yeah kind of sound as it goes through there. It's so big that it makes noise. I know they have no fear of boats. No, they don't care. And they, how they fast no they go through the water. They have no, yeah. Oh, that's the other thing is, you know, when you see them on TV or you see them out on the beach or you see them, you know, swimming along the shore, you know, they're lazying along there, you know, going at a nice, easy pace. But when there's a tarpon on the end of a line, yeah. two bull sharks and a hammerhead will go in there and it literally looks like something out of a piranha movie. They move that quickly. They move that quickly. And you kind of go, wow, dude, I didn't know they moved that fast because they don't move that fast on TV. (laughs) Well, and how many guys have you talked to before that you know that will tell you that they've gotten so smart, they'll just sit right underneath somebody's boat until one of them gets hooked and you reach over to grab (laughs) to unhook your fish. And, oh, hey. If they were that smart, they'd know what boat to go. They go, hey, you want to stay under Dave Marquette's boat? Trust me. You well, want to get you know, this guy I think animals do figure things out, though, on that, which I'm not a big fan of, that uh, game warden show in Vermont, whatever it's called. Uh, you know, Northwoods, Northwoods Law. Law. Yeah, yeah, they got the one in Texas. I, I'm not a big fan of the one in Northwoods because they're always, you best stay away from that, Ed, because there's a big one that comes through there once a year. <laughs> but, um, you know, the other night on there they had a bobcat. It was a huge bobcat. This thing had figured out he was going in a chicken coop and eating their chickens, got in, found him a way in. It was heated. So he wouldn't only eat the chickens, he'd eat them and hang out. He'd lay down in front of the heater. Sure, why not? Yeah, hang out. So this game warden goes in there and opens up one of the windows that was in the thing and runs him out. And two days later, gets a call from half a mile down the road. This guy goes, I got a bobcat living in my chicken coop. So he just went to the next house. Sure. So you you know they figure things out. Well, I I remember out at Glenn's place, you know, Wade ended up shooting a a very large male. Yeah, I saw it. That huge one out there because it was doing the same thing. He'd come in like clockwork. He had a bunch. They had a bunch of chickens and they had baby pigs out there. And this sucker, you know, come two o'clock. We go grab a little snack and then head back out in the woods. Bacon or chicken? He'd come in there and and place his order, jump over the fence, grab a pig, and wee. 
and over the fence and go off. He go eat well, a snack and they got come, a one track mind. Come back the next day and uh, you know get some more to go. And uh, Glenn finally, and I were standing there talking one day down in Waimama, and one ran between us. I'm as close as I am to you. Ran between us chasing a rabbit. And it, like in January, he's cold. We're down there pig hunting or something. He he was completely didn't care about us. He was focused on that rabbit. And I'm literally, we're talking runs right between us. I'm like, was that a popcat? <laughs> <laughs> just kind of somebody's a little fluffy just ran by uh, chasing, chasing a rabbit. rabbit. Yeah. yeah. Except this was a 25 pound fluffy. But yeah. I, you know, I, I just I I read that story about um, out west. I know you've been out west. Jonathan's been out west, and I I, I think. For us being down here in Florida, we always kind of, you know, bust on people who do stupid things in the woods that they should know better. You know, yeah. like uh, the young lady who lost her life swimming in a retention pond when an alligator, you know, right. comes and does her thing. Uh, a guy who's out snorkeling for shark teeth, and you know that you, you don't do those kinds of things by yourself, you right. know. And uh, you read a story about, like, a woman out there in a campsite with other campers you don't ever imagine that happening in the state of Florida where, you know, a bear or some critter is going to drag you out of your tent Look. and uh, basically toss you around like a raggedy and doll. I mean, uh, people just don't realize how big those creatures actually well, are. We were t- I was telling Bill in the parking lot, one of our rep, bow company reps, uh, used to be, would take people out and they would hunt the salmon runs because they actually figured out a way, of course, this is how they would want to do it. They would get up in the alder trees, six or eight feet, on the ledges of the rivers and everything else, and they'd hunt the bears. They'd hunt the grizzlies coming to eat the salmon. And they had an issue with one same situation, just like what Steve was saying. The bear had raided the camp probably once or twice already, and they kept deterring it, so to speak. And the guy that... The former owner of the shop, Mr. Davis, was asked to go. The guy that went in his place, same thing happened to him. He didn't die, thank God. But the bear broke into the tent and mauled Drug him. his ass out? And mauled him. Well, and I, I know that back in the day when the Lightning were playing in the playoffs and uh, going for their Stanley Cup uh, against Alberta, Steve and I were talking to a guy that was down here from Alberta, Canada, and we were talking, we were out there broadcasting or something, and he's like, he goes, uh, you guys are big hunters and all that stuff. We're like, yeah, we do a hunting show and all that stuff. He goes, dude, you need to come up here to Alberta. Remember him? He's like, I kill some of these bears. There's he quite goes, a few of them down there by the river. We can't even go cook hot dogs out on the camp. There's so many bears out there. And you don't leave the cabin once the bears show up. Have you seen that, that woman? I, th- I think she was in Alberta or somewhere where the uh, uh, the bear, did you turn me off? No. Oh, I thought We're just going that. to break. Oh, sorry. You want to wait till we come back? I'll, I'll tease. Oh, that was a hell of a tease. All right, we're going to take a fast one. It's uh, the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be back. Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Of course, during the break, everything turns to uh, bear talk movies. <laughs> it's like 
Uh, the Revenant came up. Man of the Wilderness came up. Uh, all the, the other one with Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, the Grizzly. Whatever became of the Grizzly Clarice? I don't know. It's yeah, uh, well, I can't remember the name of that movie. And but, it, it, but it had a bald one in it, and he died, and that made the whole movie right there. Yeah. <laughs> anytime, anytime Alec Baldwin dies in a movie, I'm yes. That was the one where they were like sharpening sticks and yeah. like fighting against the. Uh, and then the guy cut himself, and the guy's like, right. "Oh, yeah, no. you're done." Uh, and then, of course, Jonathan was trying to think of the one where the bear was screaming at the guy through the waterfall, and I can't. I was like, I don't, yeah. dude, I don't it's remember an older that movie. one. I don't remember that one. And then I, there was a, a a B horror movie called Grizzly. Now that one was terrible. That uh, yeah, that was giant. And of course, he goes, and that, and that was a pet grizzly. <laughs> and what was really bad is when he's like going, oh, what was the name of that movie with that grizzly? And I go, The Great Outdoors. I'm thinking of John Candy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that movie was hilarious. That was on the other day, actually, on last night. Yeah, but, it's a but great movie. the tease I did was, have you seen the video? I know you can YouTube it. Where's a woman? She's probably 25. Her and her husband uh, found a baby grizzly. Something had killed mom. I forget what. Somebody shot her illegally or something. And they took this little cub and raised it. And now it's Dewey. 1,800 pounds. What? And this thing's head, I'm not kidding you, was half the size of a Volkswagen. And she's laying on the ground, and it's going, ah, ah playing with her like a puppy. With that massive head and its its paws, where you know you put your hands together, we're still a lot less. Could you could you imagine being the burglar that walks into that household and God, what would you do? Walk <laughs> in the living room. That thing stands up in the living room and it's eight and a half feet tall. Oh, you're wow. here by your health. You're here. <laughs> yeah. You're here by yourself, dear. Uh, no, actually, let me introduce you to what Dewey. If, what if you smack that woman? Can you imagine? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> let that me introduce bear you would to shred Dewey. You. But I, I mean, it was you were talking about the size and how you don't realize. I mean. I never. I don't think I realized how big the head and the paws mm-hmm. and is on the grizzly bear till that woman's playing with one, and she's probably five two, but she looked like a dwarf next to that thing. It yeah. was just enormous. Well, I know that uh, the uh, there was that one documentary where that little wheezy guy was out there trying to protect the bears and all that stuff, and they killed him. And uh, yeah, and his and his girlfriend. You know, he it, finally Mr. Con- Grizzly or whatever his nickname was. Yeah, he was always you know espousing. Spou- uh, I live uh, with the bears. I'm one with the bears. Yeah, the bears you know, are my they friends. love me. They're the bears my friends. When you're inside and, of them. Yeah, yeah, and then he you know convinces this poor little uh, you know uh, beanpole of a girlfriend to show up out there and live in a tent in the wilderness and. You know, Barry ends up eating uh, eating the both of them. You know, it's See, just, you just you know, uh, there's no there's no excuse for stupid. Uh, you just can't feel sorry for people like that because you know, it's like me jumping off the Empire State Building. Watch me do this; it's going to kill me. <laughs> How can you feel sorry for me if you're that stupid? Well, and I was. This is kind of a roundabout way to get back to what I was going to say about this woman that got attacked by a grizzly, and I'm thinking. If I'm, as a person, a, a Floridian person who doesn't know anything about the mountains and all that stuff, I, I don't do stupid stuff like that. Yeah. If everybody goes, hey, man, we're going to go out and go camping, it's like, hey, you know, uh, I'm going to sleep. take precautions. I'm going to sleep in the truck, uh, yeah. you know, uh, where the pistol is and wherever else I may need is going to be here. Uh, if I'm going to go camp somewhere, I mean, like in Yellowstone so, or In other else, words, you want to sleep in something that's a little more solid than like a Visqueen wall, basically, is what's keeping you from... Well, because if I'm not there with a professional, if I, like if I was backcountry elk hunting uh, on horseback and I'm in a wall tent with uh, three other guys who do this literally for a living every day of their well, lives... Well, they know what to do. Yeah, I would trust them to you know be able to whip out the 4570 and handle business. But I'm not going to go out there with uh, Rebecca and my uh, girlfriends from work and decide we're going to go camp in the middle of grizzly territory. Exactly. 
and throw up a couple of nylon uh, and, what, and why do you kill the bear when he shreds the tent? You, you're in his territory. And you know what? That's when you kind of go, you know, say what you want to about glamping or bringing the airstream or whatever, but I'm just saving a grizzly's life. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, when I can be in the fridge <laughs> making me a ham and cheese sandwich in the, in the motorhome. <laughs> And look, watching, like I said, watching the grizzly out the window. Hey, look at that guy. There's something. There's a something a little yeah. more substantial between you and a grizzly than a visqueen piece. Of, well, there's that there's a tarp. That, there's that one commercial where you know the family's sitting there at breakfast and uh, you know the grizzly bear is outside and rah, looking in the window and he's like, oh, you know, at least you're in there. Yeah. And uh, got time to grab the the 44 mag. Exactly, and do what you got to do. Um, hey, I wanted to, is it all right if we talk about your trip coming up in September or do you not want to, uh, uh yeah, let's, let's, let's wait. Okay. Well, now there's a hell of a tease. Thanks so much because now everybody's going, what's, what's you doing? What's you going to do? Filming a porno in oh. New Mexico. No, that's not it. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to the NRA convention. Why okay? would you have to go all the way out there to do that? Well, because they pay better. <laughs> have you not seen Talladega Nights? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm done. Uh, I'm just thinking. I'm going to the NRA convention. It's a sad card that pays twice the uh, dailies out there when you do that. I was on an episode of Martin. That paid. Well, that is true. Do you still get paid for that? Do you get a no, check? No, I've got a right? check in a long time. Oh, that sucks. I showed it to my grandson the other day. He didn't believe it. He goes, you were not on that show with Martin Lawrence. Dude, yeah, it was. yeah, the only difference is, is that hair. Oh, my gosh, that 80s the hair. The mullet. The mullet. Oh, my gosh. Business God. up front, party in the back. Whatever you call it. And, and thin. <laughs> and thin. You well, know who else was on that show with me? Wendy Williams, that talk show host. She was one of the DJs from Miami that was also playing a DJ. It was a big stretch. Oh, that's right. That's when she was on the show. Now, what was the station? She was. She was. Yeah, she was IOD in Miami yeah. or something. I yeah, with another partner. I can't remember. Who but, you know, she was very nice. Yeah, and I didn't she, have any problem with her. And she got now her big old TV show. Who who wasn't very nice is Martin Lawrence. Well, yeah. Well, you know, he's the star of the show. He doesn't have to hang out with you, uh, little guess. people. You know that kind of thing. Uh, but anyway, you're going to be heading out to the NRA. Uh, convention out there in September in Houston. That's going to be an awesome time, man. I'm I'm jealous. Yeah, they're supposed to have like uh, eight or nine hundred uh, different displays out there, and people out there showing stuff. A lot of big celebrities going to be there. Oh, I'm sure, man. Uh, Ted Nugent will be running the place. I mean, that's right down the road from yeah. his ranch and stuff out there. The I was trying to remember last night I saw some movie star and I was stunned that said, "Yeah, I love to hunt. I hunt all the time, and I can't." Can't, I was late at night. I was about to pass out, but I can't remember who it was now. I think it was somebody from Game of Thrones. It's not Guardians of the Galaxy, dude. He's oh, he's no, big he's, time yeah, hunter. He's a big hunter. Yeah, he's Chris Pratt. New, Chris his Pratt. new movie, you can tell the boys handled a lot of firearms. Yeah, that uh, oh, the prime the uh, Tomorrow the, War or whatever it is. Tomorrow War. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. That boy holds rifles and pistols like he shot him his whole life. It's oh, not I'm that. Sure. Oh, look at me. Oh, that hurt. That kicked back on my wrist. <laughs> no, it's not those. I need an instructor. I need an instructor. Uh, Someone wipe my forehead. So uh, who do you? I know I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I have no idea. I can't even I, begin I, I to guess. I think it was Jason M- Momoa, and uh, oh, I would, I would, yeah. I and would. there's another guy that said he said that's all I do when I'm not uh, shooting. I'm 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 out shooting. I could see Momoa out there running around the uh, jungles of uh, Hawaii, 
uh, getting on some hogs Except and stuff he's like from that. Minnesota. Whatever. I mean, it's one of those things. Well, you know. Growing Bill, up in Minnesota might have had something to do with it. Bill George yeah. is going to be going out to uh, Hawaii. He's going to go out and do some turkey hunting out there. Yeah, they got the uh, the Miriams out there. Yeah, Miriams. I I, actually, I think they have the Rios, Rios too. I think they have. But he wants to he wants to kill one on the volcano, and then uh, God forbid he should fall in. <laughs> and then some big old ranch out there, Parker the, Ranch. Parker Ranch. Uh, that apparently they won't let you do any photographs. That, or... that was worth the price of admission too. You been there? Yes. Why is it they won't let you uh, take photographs or uh, do anything electronic out of there? Um, What's the big problem with that? Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, and this was told to me by one of the workers, uh, there's a little organization called PETA that you know likes to blow things out of proportion. So instead of having any issues, they just nip it all in the bud. What, 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 what can they do? It's it's on an island in the what middle of the can, Pacific. We do a hunting and outdoor radio show, and you can't. What can Peter seriously? What can they do? I, don't, I have no idea. You're on a ranch in the middle of what? the Pacific Ocean. I mean, well, what are they? Are they going to ship all the uh, Rainbow they, Warrior uh, Greenpeace boats over there have, one time? They have or? a bunch of nerdy Neds that sit in their mom's basement <laughs> and have nothing better to do but to make your life miserable. Well, they Steve, sell you a T-shirt and do nothing for wildlife also. Steve, yeah, that let me, too. Let me ask you something, Steve. If uh, Peter was telling you not to go out to the, what's the ranch? Parker. Parker Ranch, uh, because uh, uh, they let you take pictures of dead turkeys. Uh, is that going to deter you in any way of going out to the no, Parker Ranch? you even say anything to me. could cause me just to slap you flat if you were from <laughs> Peter. <laughs> or it could cause you to go on a killing spree. You know what? One turkey is just not good enough. I think maybe say I should kill word, and this Tom gets it. I, I killed 20 well, more. Well, since I've got the turkey, why don't I just go ahead and shoot the axis steer and uh, sure. some of the goats. A couple and a of fallows. Other... They got that black, uh, what is that black goat that's been? Himalayan goats. Is that what it is? That's like the. Mouflons. Really... They got Himalayans. They got all kinds of stuff out there. Steve's a goat killer. I don't I do not do any. I, I don't do any. no goat. You're talking about my son. No, that one you killed out there on Brahma, that was, a, that was your goat, bro. Really? That brown one, that nasty. Yes, I remember dragging that stinky thing out of the woods. Couldn't get the That's smell stinky. off my I hands for a Ryan killed one out there. Jeez. <laughs> Actually knocked smelling. it unconscious first, hit it at the base of the horn, and it fell over. <laughs> All of a sudden, wow. He's trying to sit back up. I'm like, you better pop him again. I don't think he's dead. <laughs> so much for head shooting between the horns. Uh, well, he was eight. But... All right, we got to think of first. It is, you don't remember us dragging that stinky, nasty brown thing out of the woods? Was that right after I came out of the weed patch? I don't remember. Uh, I think I shot a goat, man. <laughs> it's all this THC stuck on my arm hairs. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be right back.
Can I just say how hilarious this is to sit in the same room with both of you? Oh, well, it's, <laughs> it's a good thing the microphones are off. That's Billy all. Woman. Here we go. Oh my lord, Jim Morrison had birthday the other day. What? It was his birthday the other day. There, or did no. he? Except he's dead and he's in France. Yeah, sure. That has nothing to do oh, with we us. We would bury him. Here. Has nothing to do with us anymore. Yeah. He's, he's dead and well, gone. He, got, he, he went to uh, St. Pete College and got arrested here. Sure, in Miami. Yeah, for uh, doing under. I thought inappropriate- he got arrested here too. No, was it Miami? I think it was Miami where he did the inappropriate uh, stage. I know he went, took some college courses here. Yeah, JC or something. Oh. Yeah, I'm back in the pair day. Of tickets to give away. Do you? Yeah. You want to go to the uh, expo there, Steve? Or are you going to sit at home uh, and do absolutely smurfing nothing? I, I don't know what an expo is. What expo? The Open Season Outdoor Expo, formerly Field and Stream. Formerly. Formerly Big Buck. Big Buck oh, Expo. The Big Buck thing. Yeah, yeah no, the Dave and everybody used to do. I'm always kind of busy on the weekends, but thanks. <clears throat> fine, don't. Then fine, we'll just give it if away to our listeners. If you want to go, you know somebody, we can get you in. It, it, it doesn't belong to uh, what's his name anymore, right? Jay, no, yeah, no, the Alabama boy, no. Uh, Went from speed DK Jay and Dave to Field and Stream to now it's open season. Yeah, well, it was Field and Stream Outdoor Life one there did it for a while when they moved it back over to the fairground. Anyway, they named it after Open Season, the Annie Hunting cartoon. Ah, uh, the cartoon Open Season, uh-huh. the movie thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. It's not them. No. No, different different no. one. Yeah. It has nothing to do with Disney. Will they give me any chance at all that Nosler rifle I want? Just give it to me. I'm not talking Oh, give it. Oh yeah, sure. Okay. Nah, I don't think so. I it's thought a, somebody was supposed to order you something. Dude, that's a thirty eight hundred dollar rifle. He's on his own, bro. Think money is what, what do you mean looking don't mean Again, like we work in retail. The man requested a product. Doesn't Go. mean you're going to get it. I mean, uh, seriously. You know, if it's anybody else, he's Johnny on the spot. Like four times I've said, Braden, order me this pistol. Call him a month later. Did you ever order that? Order what? Happy horse crap. You Every pistol you ever asked me for, I've looked it up, and I said, here's it. And you're like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Oh, like, the, like the, the FN. The FN that uh, you sold and should have never sold then had to get another one to replace yeah, it because yeah. you felt like... You got you, me the ammo, I'll give you that. Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, the 5.7, uh, you know, my, 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 my price was not good enough for you, so you had to go uh, dance around with somebody else. No, actually, at the time, I don't think you had any. I think they, yeah, that's when I they did. were all gone. Because I call And the revolver. What revolver? The revolver <laughs> that you had to have, the the 686 or whatever it was. Oh, that yeah, you yeah. No, I never heard from you again. On yes, that one. yes, no. I did. Yeah. And liar. Big fat hairy liar. Happy horse crap. <laughs> I said, I said, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy. I called you. I said, get, see what you can give me a 686. And I told okay. you. And I, and I gave you the price, and you're like, no, that's way too much. So then you I go spend $1,400 on a 45 at Bill Jackson's. Well, so you go yeah, right. that was a custom shop all tripped yeah, out. So kiss my app, Braden. Yeah, it's it's right. funny. I have a 686 now. Yeah. How'd that happen? Be, because I was, mine was too to expensive. Big, too fat, big, big, big fat, hairy liar. You're a liar. You are such a liar. Nope. <laughs> no way. Hmm. Who was it that got you the 686? I'd best not say. No, say it. No. Yes. Can't do it. Wow. Why not? Don't put somebody on the spot Was here. it Cracker Boys? Who was it? I'm not Did saying. you go to Cracker Boys? Yeah, that's uh, where you went, uh, yeah, didn't I you? Stuff in yeah, there. you went behind my back. You went to some other slut and got it. Well, you're only some other slut's a good call. <laughs> wow. But you're like. You're we like, just went from a family show to a. <laughs> went behind my back. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I made a phone call. Hey, is this Patreon? No, I was, I was shooting a porno in New Mexico. See? 
Exactly. Director had one laying around. Says, "Do you still want that six eighty six? Because yeah, give me two hundred bucks or something. I can't remember. Give but. me two hundred bucks insurance. Yeah, because Braden's price is way too expensive. Yep, exactly we went from Disney same. Plus to Netflix. Just have like you that. looked at the price of revolvers? Yeah, I was looking last night for a six six eighty six. As a matter of fact, dude, the cheapest one you can find is like from Smith and Weston itself for like let just under eight hundred dollars. Yeah. Have you seen the price of anything? A Model 19 <laughs> is over $1,000, man. What is up with that? That uh, is just got crazy. You. There's a shortage, and they got you. They know it. I paid $250 for the last Combat Master Model 19 Smith & Wesson that I owned. Yeah. It came with a Hogue Mono Grip, recessed cylinder, pin barrel, the whole nine yards, polished blue. I love blued, talk like that. Polished blue. <laughs> cost me 250 bucks. Yeah, Those and were I, the days. also remember when you could walk in and get an 870 shotgun for less than 200 bucks with all the bells and whistles. So well, we just got six of them in, so maybe I'll have to see what the new price of them is. So my, my I don't dad think they're bought me a Springfield Savage 12 gauge pump when I was eight years old and paid $44 for it at Sears. How much? $44 at Sears for a Springfield. For Springfield Savage, yeah. It's a pump. I remember the day that my dad bought my 410. I had a choice between an over and under uh, 410 and then the single shot H&R Topper Jr. I think dad paid 60-something dollars for that yep. gun. At What was the old hardware store everybody used to go to where you had everything, where they had the mini bikes and everything? Was that not true value? What was know. the one? Scotty's. Scotty's? Was it Scotty's? Scotty's was one. Uh... True value. There was another one, but there was another uh, one that used to have all the mini bikes and everything in it that you could go get. <clears throat> anyway, that's where we ended up buying the, the shotgun. He was like, you sure you don't yeah, want my, the order? my dad went off to Vietnam and said, don't touch that shotgun until I get back. And the next next day, I was killing crows with it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, there you go. There's a man right there that tells you, Braden, get me a price on the 686. Here's the price. I don't want it. You're a liar. No. Never gave me a price. <laughs> He's lying. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. What Richard is that on the phone? Do you know? Steve's not going to be able to hear him. He doesn't have headphones on. Uh, that's all right. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm, fi- I'm fine. I'll turn it up in the studio. Hey, Richard, what's going on? Richard. Hey, not hey, not very much. And I just brought the dogs up to the park up here. It's the Chestnut Park up here in East Lake or Woodlands area to to let them have fun with all the other dogs, but I just, you know, when you talk about guns, I remember there used to be a wards up in Newport Ritchie. I just a, um, a, a little small one. Montgomery wards. Montgomery wards, just yeah. a small one. I bought all kinds of guns out of there. Twenty, twenty-two Mossberg. I got shotguns out of there. I, you know, everybody said go up there. At that time, they were like the only between them and. Bill Jackson were the only gun, sh- gun stores around. Yeah, and you got to remember they had their own brand, too, that was made by other people like Stephen Savage and things like that, yes. that they'd put the Montgomery Ward brand on. Um, yep. Some of those things are worth some money these days. You know, a lot of people look well, at them and poo-poo them and go, oh, they're cheap guns, and they're like, dude, it's just like, uh, I mean, the old Nikons, when they first came out, uh, they were using Zeiss lenses in those things and things like that where... Just because they're made under a different name doesn't mean they're not quality. All your ARs and everything else, or the uppers and everything else, are built in one place and stamped yeah. by everybody's name. Wasn't so. Miopta making um, uh, 
some stores scopes uh, before they were well known. Miopta doing their own thing. So Lexa, Lexa was doing that too. So anyway, yeah, uh, so, I, I got a bunch. I got a bunch of stuff. Oh, I I actually got. Um, I used to get a bunch of them out of J.C. Penny too in, in countryside. Yeah, Steve's got a couple of J.C. Penny's Brownings, and they just like you know. <laughs> my wife, uh, the other day, she hadn't been in my room for a long time. Uh huh. Long time. Right. And she and she goes, um, why do you have three safes? And my grandson says. Well, he has to cover all his um, his firearms. And she goes, you got three safes loaded? I go, no, just two. The other one has a lot of ammo on it. Well, that's a smart thing. That way, if there's ever a fire or anything, uh, you know, you're not on yeah. the... But, not, then, but then yeah. again, at Thanksgiving, or, you know, back, well, back in, I, I guess it was back in um, um, October, my wife goes, you know, uh, well, you need, you need to take an inventory so we know what we have if anything happens, you know, with the elections. And I go, oh, gee, I said, and this is very passive lady. And so I, I go, okay, I'll go up. And I said, I, I took the grandson with me. I said, okay, you're going to have to crawl underneath the bed. He goes, oh, okay, I know where to find everything. And he gave an inventory. And when we were done, he showed it to, to my wife. She goes, are you looking for a war? I go, No. I just bought stuff cheap years ago. Well, you know. That's what Steve's doing every single day of his life. He's buying it on the cheap. Yeah. Richard, thanks for the call, man. Stay out of trouble and get ready for hunting season, all right? Hey, I, hey, I, uh, I hear your buddy on the radio. Which buddy? Your former Austin. Yeah, he's here. Well, you got a question for him? We'll leave you two alone. Uh, well, from, 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 no, no, I just, I, I, I catch him on the radio. Isn't he? Isn't he on uh, one oh? Um, what are you on? Q105? Q105 today? I'm what are you? on 98.7, the shark. He's today. on the shark today. He's uh, strapping it on today. Oh, okay. I'll go listen. I got to go finish cleaning the garage or at least that, um, that my wife can walk through it. So there I'll be go, listening man. to him. Thanks for the call. Have a good weekend. See you, buddy. Okay. You uh, take it easy. All right, Richard. Take it easy, man. Uh, you know, that's just one of those things where uh, you got to remember back in the day, you could buy guns just about at any. Hardware store, department store, J.C. Penney's, any of that kind of stuff. Anymore. Oh, I remember my dad, one of my rewards for a good report card was when the, eight, like I said, 870, when they first came out with a three and a half inch 870, here you go. And like I said, less than. Got it from where? Less than, I think Sears or somewhere like that. Le- Le- or Sports Authority. Or, uh, Sports that was where Sports- you got it from. Are they even still around no. anymore? I don't think they're and- still around. But, I mean, it had all the chokes, like I said, everything for less than $200. Steve's daddy used to always just go buy his stuff down there at uh, Moonshiner's Corner out there outside of Knoxville. I don't think so. <laughs> he, he was a soldier, man. We, we Back then, we were probably getting stuff on the base. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Buy it at the PX. Uh, all the, all the uh, Air Force and Army brats that I grew up around over in my neighborhood – uh, fishing equipment, anything like that, they didn't buy it at the store. They went over to the PX and bought it because, uh, you know, their mamas would take them All over right. there tax-free. Don't go spend any money at Bill and Jackson's. And you could buy it and walk out the door with it that yeah. day. Don't go spend any money at Bill Jackson's. We'll go over to the PX and we'll pick up two of them for the same Lee price. Lee Harvey Oswald bought his in a catalog and they shipped it to him. That's true. $36. You used to be able to get the Carcados by mail. Piece of right, crap right. Italian thing.
All right, we're going to take a break. Steve, thanks for coming in and hanging uh, out with us. Until next uh, week. Uh, Love your shirt. Uh, All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big of Wild Outdoors. One week break. We'll see you next Saturday. Be safe. Be safe. <laughs>